Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. The Your Hometown Tour is back, and we're headed west to the village of Riverside. Join us all day today as we get to know Riverside, a place you should definitely call your hometown. And it's been pointed out to me, it is Riverside Brookfield. (laughs) Coming up later, we'll talk to someone from the Brookfield Zoo. They've always got interesting stats, and uh, it's, you know, there's 2,400 animals. That's not including the dogs and cats that live in Riverside Brookfield, but it's kind of nice to be introduced to new cities that maybe you've only passed through or maybe visited once or twice. This is Chicago's Afternoon News. I'm Lisa Dent. Kevin's here. Mary, Steve has your news. And on the phone um, is Barbara Gordon. And Barbara is the executive director of Frank Lloyd Wright Building Conservancy. And in Riverside, the Avery, is it Coonley House? That, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And in some, a family decided to redo it and maintain its integrity, right? Yeah, so the Avery Coonley Estate actually is more than just one building. Um, when it was first constructed between 1908 and 1909, it was actually on about 12 acres. And so in the 2000s, um, there was a restoration that was done because in the 1950s, it had been um, uh, created different complexes. They took a main house and then they, they made the stable and the gardener's cottage into separate properties and divided up the main house. So what you see today is actually a beautiful restoration from the 2000s. And then the bedroom wing is a separate home. And that has also undergone a wonderful restoration as also. It's amazing because I'll tell you what, I wanted to incorporate some Frank Lloyd Wright just design touches into a house that we're building pretty much in Mm -hmm. the prairie. And it's hard because it's expensive, and to create now what was created then, oh, yeah, you would you'd have to be Ken Griffin. You you would need a whole lot of money to manage that. What is the lasting and loving legacy of Frank Lloyd Wright? Because it's not just here in Illinois; yes. it's throughout the world. It is well, and just to say what what you were saying is. You know, Wright didn't just design home. He he. It was the whole experience. So from the siting to the interior design elements, uh, the exterior design elements, it was the whole package. So um, his clients were very eclectic. Um, they were willing to work with him on kind of creating this new American architecture because at that time that he was practicing in his early practice. You know, many of the houses uh, were influenced by European styles. And so what does an American architecture look like? And so the lasting influence, I would say, is the fact that our organization, the Conservancy, in 2019 got eight uh, sites within the United States onto the World Heritage List. And so um, that's the, the influence that Wright had on on world architecture. And we do consider him the greatest 20th century uh, American architect. And was he as well loved while he was alive as he is now? You know, think about this. This man had a 70-year career. Who has a 70-year career? No one. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, and, and so, you know, we say he was born right after the Civil War, and he saw, you know, the dawn of the space age. So what an incredible time for this man to be alive. And um, a lot of innovations and materials and, and structure were going on in, in his work. And so um, he starts off by designing homes, you know, that we're talking about that we see in, in um Riverside, you know, for the very wealthy. But then in the 1930s, he goes on to design the Usonian um, home, which is, you know, a, a more simple one-story home that he felt uh, all Americans could could tap into buying. And um, unfortunately, uh, they they did become more cost prohibitive to buy, but that actually makes up the biggest bulk of Wright's work. Here in Chicago, we think about the prairie style and what we see, but when we see that he's got a building in three quarters of the United States, um, four in Japan, one in Canada, uh, many of them, you know, between the prairie and the Sonian styles. Uh, so that's a big lasting influence. So uh, the Avery Coonley house in um, Riverside, is are there portions that are open to the public for tours? So those are privately owned homes. Uh, so they are privately owned, So, uh, but people can actually uh, tour them. We are at the Franklin Wright Building Conservancy, which is actually based in Chicago. We actually are having our annual conference in Chicago this year in October, um, the 19th to 23rd. And we are going to be doing five days of educational sessions on Frank Lloyd Wright's legacy, as well as touring homes. And this will be one of them, the Avery Coonley House. Oh, that's so, absolutely um, wonderful. And that's for anybody to come. This is not, this is not just for homeowners. Um, this is for anybody who, who loves Frank Lloyd Wright. And you can find out more information on SaveWright.org. SaveWright.org. And mm-hmm. I would imagine for that conference, people will come from all over the world. They do come from all over the world, yes. They come from Japan and Australia, but uh, many people, you know, come from the United States and all, and all the different U.S. states. And in the Chicagoland area, how many Frank Lloyd structures do we have? Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, we have, in the Chicago area, oh gosh, we have, um, think of it, Oak Park River Forest alone has about 30. Um, and uh, Glencoe has a, a number of them. Um, if I would say, I would say Illinois in general probably has over maybe about 120, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's really a sight to behold because you, you see it and you know it. You don't yeah. need to even go in. You can just drive by. And that's what's cool about the Avery Coonley House in mm-hmm. Riverside. Um, so thank you for joining us. And once again, that website is because you, you, it's your job to fund saving these right structures, correct? It's our job to facilitate the preservation and stewardship of these. So finding buyers for home, for these homes, providing technical assistance, and then just general education just to help people appreciate and value these homes. Okay, so saveright.org. Saveright.org. And it's our annual conference that is October 19th to 23rd in Chicago. So please uh, sign up. Thank you for joining us, Barbara. Thank you. You need to go online and check out that house that's in Riverside. It's absolutely gorgeous. Newsroom temperature check coming up next, but first a check on weather and traffic with Mary Vandeveld.